You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I am Clint. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar, the tastiest protein bar that there is, BuiltBar.com. Daniel, we have midweek episode coming out. We are close. It's Wednesday. Nay. We've made it halfway. Halfway, halfway to home. the glory of Saturday and being at mm. home in Athens against mm. the War Eagle Plains people coming on mm. down and getting whooped. Can't it's, wait. It's the Deep South's oldest rivalry, and it is the Deep South's oldest tradition that Kirby Smart whips Gus Malzahn's tail Virtually every time they play. Eight of the last ten, if you're not keeping score, uh, which you should be because we are. are. Eight of the last ten, Georgia has won only one time uh, under the reign of Kirby Smart. Has Auburn beaten Georgia famously in 2017? There's never been a season when Georgia has not beaten Auburn as as. Uh, under the uh, rule of Kirby Smart, the head coach. That's my favorite statistic. And that trend, will it continue this year, Clint? That's the question that we that's, find ourselves asking that's we're here right to talk about, about Wednesday. That's right. Uh, he is Daniel. I am Clint. We are fans first and foremost. That's why we made this podcast. We want to be a podcast for fans, by fans. We are not gurus or insiders by any stretch of the imagination. We give our takes how we see them for you because we care about our fandom and we want yours to increase as well, Daniel. We do. Uh, that's why we've created this show, and that's why we would love to interact with you. We don't just want to be on here uh, spouting off takes into a microphone. Uh, honestly, we've got better things to do than that, and that is spout so off true. takes not into a microphone. <laughs> to each other. That's just to each other. Um, uh, but we would love to interact with you. So if you're a Georgia fan and you're listening, maybe you're an Auburn fan and you're listening. Um, Come on I in. mean, you can email us too. Come on over. Come on, whatever. Uh, we'd love to engage with you and interact with you. That, this podcast, again, for fans, by fans. So you can email us, LockedOnBulldogs at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter, at Dogs Podcast. Go follow us over there. Uh, if you're new to the show, just hit subscribe. We're here five days a week. Uh, Monday through Friday during the season, getting you ready for the game every single week. Um, we finished breaking down Arkansas. We're moved ahead full speed uh, on Auburn. Uh, all we ask that you do, if you're new, just subscribe. If you've been here for a while, don't forget to leave us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts. That helps us out a bunch. Yeah. Um, it's Wednesday, and on the Wednesday show, we like to uh, talk about Kirby's media availability. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we're going to give out some takes, some hot takes, some cold takes. It's a, a new segment that we've introduced this season uh, that we uh, are really enjoying. So we're going to give you some hot takes, some takes that uh, not many people are talking about, that, but that we believe are going to happen on Saturday. And some cold takes, some takes that maybe uh, too many people are saying, are, are expecting to happen that we do not believe are going to happen on Saturday. And so... Um, uh, yeah, Clint, where do you want to start today? Actually, can I start? Well, We're do. done with Arkansas. Yep. We're finished. Yeah. But I, but I've rewatched it 25 more times mm-hmm. since we've, mm-hmm. I mean, now, I could tell you, I could name every play that we run in the game. I could take you through shot by shot as if I am describing my favorite book or movie to you. Um, and I'm just going to say this right now. If you watch the game on Saturday and then you walked away. 
and someone around your office or someone on Twitter or someone said to you, the Georgia running backs did not look very good on Saturday. And you went, no, yeah, I guess you're right. They didn't look very good. Please just do yourself a favor and go back and watch the second half of the game again. Watch mm-hmm. it for a second time mm-hmm. and check out your boy, Zamir White. That's right. Because Zeus got himself a lather going on Saturday, and he um, he was looking nasty in that second half of that game. Uh, very much so. Daniel, I, I feel like we didn't talk about it on Monday. I was very happy that we didn't and on Tuesday, but let me go ahead and out myself now. I may have said some foolish things about Zamir mm-hmm. White early on in the first half. My boy, my dude, Zamir. I may Go have ahead. Said, this is a safe space. Just <clears throat> confession is good for the soul. I want to formally apologize to mm. Mr. Zeus. Get get the music out, M Dubs, mm-hmm. audio engineer. Michael, cue Michael. the uh, formal apology music. Because um, I said some things, and then I watched the second half, and not only was he cutting, but Daniel, uh, I rewatched it as well after you prompted me to by showing his head down movement of pushing the line forward in which I said we may have miscast him as an inside runner. And then I found out that he was right in the middle of that, pushing people around, Daniel. He do both. Not just one time, not just two Mm -hmm. times, multiple Mm -hmm. times, Daniel. The touchdown run is the one that's getting a lot of the publicity, but I'm going to tell you that there was a big run. It was about a 15-yarder. And he left two men dead on the ground yes, on did. that run. He he hit one of them at the line of scrimmage, linebacker coming up trying to make the play, and he left him flat on his face. And then the safety came up, tried to do the same thing, and Zeus went ahead and did it to him again. Uh, this guy's got some mood. You give him just a little bit of space and look out. I'm telling you, I'm still there. Zeus is going to have a big year. All right, let's get to Kirby's press conference. What did Kirby have to say when he met with the media this week? Here's what Kirby had to say when he met with the media, Daniel. First and foremost, uh, it was early on in the the week in which Gus Malzahn went ahead uh, and let the world know that he thinks Georgia has the most talent of any roster on the SEC. Well, that was kind of him to say. Very kind of him. Kirby went ahead and broke his rule of Kirbanese. He went ahead and let us know something that uh, gave us a sneak peek, pulled back the curtain a little bit. And here's what he said. He said, "Um, that's what we call coach speak. That's what you say about everybody. Whoever they play next week, he'll say they're the best team he's ever played. So guess what? Uh, Auburn is the best team that we'll play this year. Just just throwing smoke everywhere. Kirby don't care no more. Listen, Kirby does not like Gus Malzahn. And I don't care him. who says what about what. Kirby does not like Gus Malzahn. Okay. On, in Monday's press conference, <laughs> Kirby, Kirby said... The coaching staff at Auburn, obviously, we have a lot of respect for. The coordinators at Auburn, we obviously have a lot of respect for. And then he went on to talk about Chad Morris and uh, Old Steele, the defensive coordinator mm-hmm. over there. And then there was just a very quick, almost cursory reference to Gus Malzahn and, his, and the program that he's built were the words that were used. Nothing about his coaching prowess or his offensive mind or any of that Kirby does not Kirby does not care for Gus Malzahn and I'm here for every little bit of it Gus Malzahn does not care for Kirby Smart this is not a it's not a friendly rivalry between these two and that's the way it should be Clint that's absolutely the way it should be that's exactly right Daniel so not only did he say that but also we found uh, something else interesting out about 
players and the type of character they have, we found out that Mr. Nolan Smith was not getting enough reps, Daniel. Oh, well, a lot of talented players on the defense, apparently. I don't know if you understand, but there wasn't a single player on defense, not a single one on the defensive line, not on defense, but on defensive line, that played more than 33% of the snaps last Saturday. Daniel. Oh, no. Okay. Now, oh are, no. Are, is that depth? What about the All-American Jordan Davis? He uh, didn't. He, not, he's not, in that category as well. Uh, not one, then hmm. more than thirty-three. So Nolan said, "I'm not getting enough reps." So Coach, I need to go get some reps. Can I go play scout team to get some reps? And then they oh, said, no. "He just built different, y'all. He just he just a different cat." Guys, if you don't think there's already four and five star players littering our scout team. But now you're dealing with a first-team All-SEC caliber player who is voluntarily going over to the scout team. You don't think this is good for uh, our, albeit uh, admittedly, weak offensive line, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. so to speak, or comparative to some other position groups, the offensive line, a relative weakness for this team. You... In practice, you get to go up against Nolan Smith on the scout team. That that's a that's a net positive for you uh, as a as the Georgia Bulldogs because uh, not only is he hungry and mm-hmm. he built differently, mm-hmm. but he's making the whole team better uh, with the way that he's working. You just there's just something about Nolan Smith, man. You just love this kid. Again, we you said just, so there's on the nothing not to love. There's nothing not to love. He put himself back in that game to get that final sack. Okay. Just, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is the type of kid that he is, and I'm here for all of it. Well done, Nolan Smith. Uh, something else that's built different than other things, Daniel, is in fact built bar. Oh, I see what you did there. See what I'm, I'm right here. I'm for I it. I'm here. Oh, I see what you did. Uh, built bar is the to- tastiest protein bar that there ever was, Daniel. They have amazing flavors. They're all incredible. I haven't tasted one flavor that I have not liked yet. Uh, Correct. They are going to continue to pump out. Tasty, delicious, high-protein, low-sugar, high-fiber protein bars that you can eat on the run. You can eat to get back in health. You can eat to lose some weight. You can eat as a protein supplement for your diet if you're trying to bulk up. You're at the gym and you're just bro-dude and you love you some three-faced calves and you just can't get enough of it. Uh, oh. This this thing is all for you. Uh, but it's got weirdly you. got weirdly specific there. <laughs> just got, uh, well, I know how much you like the three-faced calves. Daniel. No, yeah, no, you know me. You I, know me. I Guilty. Uh, go to builtbar.com. Put in the promo code locked on in the promo code section. You get ten dollars off your order. Put in the promo code locked on at builtbar.com. Your order, you get ten dollars off. Okay, Daniel, we have some uh, we have some takes, as they're known, around we, these parts. We're, we are known to have a take or two. Just a all few. right. It's not all right. So let's give some hot takes, cold takes. All right. Again, hot takes being takes that we believe about this game coming up that we believe we we think you probably don't believe. So we're gonna maybe try to do a little convincing here, and then we'll get to some cold takes, some takes that we think too many people are believing that we don't actually think are going to happen so uh you want me to start you want to start with the first hot take i want you to start with a hot take i'm gonna go with a hot take here and it's a spicy it's a caliente take right out the box all right you're you ready for this um the university of georgia 
will have a non-injury quarterback change this week too in the middle of the game. Georgia will pull its starting quarterback for a second week in a row this game, just like they did in the Arkansas game. I expect Stetson Bennett to get the start. And I'm not saying that Stetson Bennett is going to wildly struggle. Okay. But I am saying that I I would not be surprised if Stetson Bennett, the if the hype train has gotten a little ahead, has gotten a little bit ahead of the tires there. All right? Mm-hmm. Trains don't have tires, but stick with me on my logic. I would not be surprised if your expectation of Stetson Bennett has not exceeded what might be a reasonable expectation. And and I wouldn't be surprised if the coaching staff decides that we don't need to mix things up yet again. I don't know if it's JT Daniels coming in off the bench or if it's back to Dewan coming in off the bench to mix things up, maybe get a little bit more dynamic at quarterback maybe with a few more downfield shots, a little bit more opened up running game mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. but that's my hot take and it's not based on anything negative i feel about stetson Bennett. again we said earlier in the week this team can win a national championship with stetson Bennett. do i think we're going to no because i don't think stetson Bennett's going to start the rest of the season i don't mm. think that's what's going to happen i believe we can i believe we can beat auburn but i wouldn't be surprised if the coaching staff is not satisfied with what they're getting at some point in this game and decides that they need to uh, mix things up yet again. And we go into next week having absolutely less clarity about who the starting quarterback at Georgia is than we had this week, Clint. Uh, Here's my hot take. I think the running backs will do well in this game. I think they're going to have to fight for every single yard that they get because the two best linebackers— are the two best defensive players for Auburn play linebacker. All right. Mm-hmm. And these two cats are, they are nasty. Just I, no, like don't throw shade at Auburn's defense. They, they lost a bunch of people. The two they didn't lose, Britt and Owen. My goodness. Daniel. Papo? Papo is. A- Poppy? Big Poppy? <laughs> Peepaw? Oh, oh, hey, Mima. <laughs> um,. <laughs> These two cats are so. I think we're going to have to fight for every yard, but I think that each there's not going to be a single running back that we have that gains more than 50 yards this game. I think our running game is there. We're not going to abandon it. We're not going to wait. But I I think our passing game we're going to lean on, and only going to lean on. I think we're going to excel. You've already heard me say I think we're going to get close to 30 points uh, in this game, 27 points maybe. And I think passing is the way we do it. Wow, that um, fifty yards. I, I think less than fifty I think yards of individual back. backs are not going to have more than fifty yards. Zamir White will have more than fifty yards. You, that's how I would I would take us. Uh, I would take a healthy side wager with you right now. The Zamir White over under fifty yard total. All right, we we've got those. Are, those are some hot takes. We've got some cold takes that we will be bringing you right after this. Cold take, something everybody's saying and we kind of agree with, Daniel. Uh, well, I thought a cold a cold take is something that everyone's saying that we disagree with. Uh, sorry, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that we disagree. I'm gonna let you start. I started the. I, I let off of the hot takes. I'm gonna let you lead off with the cold takes. 
Daniel, um, our defense, good, bad. We, oh, it's it's uh, it's fine. No, I take it back. It's elite. Okay, the best in the country. The okay. best ever. Okay, the best defense college football's ever seen. There we go. Um, now, okay. now the the betting range of this game, Daniel. We are giving six and a half points. That's right. We're the favorite. Okay, we're the favorite. six and a half point favorite. Okay. Yeah, Daniel. Uh, Locks coming on Friday. Locks, Locks coming, coming on Friday. On Friday. Watch out. Head, heads up for that. Heads up for that. Um, I, I think the unit that is going to excel in this game and that's going to lock down and, and show everything. Richard LeCount last week did an incredible job. Ball hawking, Lewis seen all over the place. But I think our corners are going to hold Auburn receivers to under 100 yards receiving for the game combined. Oh, oh no. That's this right. sounds like a hot take. Well, well, I don't know what. Well, it's 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 our our defense is incredible. Okay. Yeah. Everybody agrees. I'm I'm going I, so so I'm going a little further than maybe other. I, okay. I think I think we, this game we're favored by six and a half. I don't think they score more than six and a half points. I think I would I would take the under on Auburn in that bet. But I think a lot of people mm. are all in on the defense and love the defense. And are there for the defense. And I, what I'm saying, I disagree. they're not going far enough, Daniel. I want to keep pushing people further in that take. The, my, cold, my, my cold take is this. I'm going to give you the cold take that I disagree with. And then I'm going to explain to you what I believe is actually true. The cold take is this is going to be another one of those classic Georgia-Auburn rock fight low scoring one in the trenches whichever team can make the one big play is going to win it type of games that is kind of the narrative auburn um still has still likes what they have on defense Mm -hmm. bo Nix, not all that reliable but people like him a little bit but georgia's defense so elite nobody really thinks that georgia nobody thinks that georgia offense can really do very much that nobody knows who they're playing at quarterback the offensive line's a mess the running backs are unproven they only got one wide receiver there's just the list goes on and on uh Clint, that ain't it. That ain't what it's going to be. This is going, this is, stay tuned for the locks, but the more I think about this game, the Mm -hmm. more I believe, I'm not going to say it's going to be a high-scoring game because I don't think that's going to be true. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game by one team. (laughs) I'm going to tell you this right now. I think we're going to blow the hell out of Auburn. I think we're going to blow them out out of the dang stadium. I think, uh... I think that Gus Malzahn is going to rue the day that he ever agreed to to uh, add Georgia to the schedule. I don't think he wants anything to do with moving Georgia up in the schedule. Uh, I think that this game, we could win by 30 points, Clint. Mm-hmm. I think that that's the kind of situation we're dealing with. I think Georgia is going to score at least 35 if not 40 points in mm. this game, mm. Clint. And so uh, it's not going to be – I don't think it's going to be another one of those low-scoring games. I wouldn't be surprised if Auburn got a few more points than people expect from them either just because of the type of game it is. I expect our offense to come out and look 
not just a little better, but a tremendous amount better. I expect us to put some serious points on the board against Auburn. Daniel, uh, I think we that is that is a way to tell people come on back. We got some locks, and we want to give out money. And you'll mm. be you won't be surprised with the locks that we have on Friday. Uh, programming no, note, that's, that's a little preview of thing to come. Preview of things to come. <laughs> that's really really true. A uh, little programming note: tomorrow's episode, we're going to do a crossover, uh, and we're going to be talking to the boys across the line. Daniel. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. A little Locked On Podcast Network crossover section for this week. So uh, we that's will right. be well, Locked On Auburn. Uh-huh. We're going to be uh, corresponding over there, getting some takes from them. So letting you, giving you an opportunity to hear the kind of rampant delusion that Auburn fans are filling their heads with on a day-in and day-out basis. It should be a lot of fun. Uh, I want to know, Dan, I truly want to know, like, the takes on – uh, Bo, what they actually think of him, what an actual fan does instead of the national media. I, I'm fascinated by this. So uh, we will be, that'll be tomorrow. And then Friday, uh, we'll have our lock section. So typically locks happen on Thursday. This week, they'll happen on Friday. And we'll be leading you into the weekend for the glory that is about to befall on all of us Saturday night. Uh, he is Daniel. I'm Clint. This is Locked On Podcast Network, Locked On Bulldogs, your team every day. We'll see you guys on Friday. See ya.